my name is Hannah, and welcome to my podcast. I'm a 13-year-old girl who struggles with mental health problems. I'm very passionate, though, on educating others on mental health and always reminding others they aren't alone. Remember, you're a strong fighting warrior, not worrier. So, did you know that mental health affects 10 to 20% of children and adolescents worldwide? Yeah, crazy, right? Mental disorders among children and adolescents are described as serious roadblocks in the way of children learning, behaving, and handling their emotions. This can cause stress and a tough time getting through the day. I have a lot of trouble getting through the day sometimes because of my mental disorders. Some days are good and other days are very hard. For example, on a good day, I will look in the mirror and see me as a beautiful, social, growing girl. Whereas, when I have a bad day, I don't even get up to look in the mirror because I won't like what I see. Sometimes, things will trigger bad days, and other days, it comes out of the blue. So, let's talk about signs, five signs of mental illness in children and adolescents. Number one, excessive worrying or anxiety. Before I was diagnosed with an anxiety disorder, I would get very stressed and nervous for long periods of time, thinking about what might happen tomorrow, or the next day, or how much I was eating, or school. Especially math tests. Not my thing. Maybe talking to your child, or a friend, if you notice similar behaviors. Number two, long-lasting sadness. Long-lasting sadness does not mean just being sad. It means being overly sad to the point of finding things you love to do not enjoyable anymore or wanting to hurt yourself or fall asleep and never wake up because you're so miserable. I know exactly how this feels, and it's terrible. It's like the dark feeling of deep sadness that never ends. Number three, extreme change in moods. One second, I would be happy, and then the next, my depressive self-harm thoughts would flood right back in. It's like winning a thousand dollars and forgetting you won it. Cause you feel so happy and then you feel so miserable, being just being around yourself. Number four, social withdrawal.
Well, I still struggle with this one, and although I'm working on it, it is still very hard. I love hanging out with friends, going out to parties, and hanging out with my family, but I slowly started removing myself from those happy environments because I started finding it more and more hard to enjoy it, because that's what depression does to you. Last, but certainly not least, number five, dramatic changes in sleeping or eating. It is never the same for any person when they are upset or worried. You might sleep less and eat less, or eat less and sleep more. It can go in any direction. I know for me, I used to use food as a comfort and sleep as an escape. I would overeat and oversleep almost every day. So the last thing I want to talk about today is how to get better mentally. A big one is talking about your feelings or seeking help. When I first told my parents how I was feeling, I wrote it down on a piece of paper and had them both read it because I didn't know how to tell them verbally. They got me a therapist and a year after a psychiatrist. I truly think I wouldn't be here today if I didn't talk about my feelings. Another way to get better mentally is to push yourself. And yes, I know how hard and exhausting it seems to do things when you don't have the motivation. But trust me, you're going to feel better if you do. So that's all for today. Thank you for listening to me blabber on and I hope you found this helpful. Thank you again.